This is Soul Saturations, the podcast, a transformational container to activate the light within you. I'm Kendall Merritt, your host and the founder of Soul Saturations. We are here to deeply connect with soul-centered sensuality and sexuality in relationships, business, and life so you can access your power and remember your true presence. Welcome to another episode of the Sexy Soul Series. I'm Kendall, the host of Soul Saturations, the podcast. And I'm Kelsey, the host of the Find Your Sexy podcast. We are so excited to have you back for another one of our mini series. Kelsey and I are just having so much fun diving in, giving you quick overviews, quick hitters on these podcasts on such important topics. And we always like to start off with honoring the woo and setting the mood. So today I want to guide you through a little bit of a meditation that's going to connect you to your physical body. The topic that we're talking about today is all about body image, and this is something that both Kelsey and I are really passionate about. And so to drop us into this container, to drop us into this energy, I'm going to invite you to find a comfortable place. If you're not able to close your eyes and drop into this meditation, I definitely invite you to come back into this, to tune into this at another time, because this is such a powerful way to connect with the physical body, the container that we have been given in this life. So if you are able to close your eyes, I invite you to do so now and come into a comfortable space. Take a few deep breaths and just start to notice the air moving in and out of your lungs. You can even focus on, I'm breathing in, I know I am breathing in, I'm breathing out, I know I am breathing out. Take a few deep breaths now and just focus on the present moment. As you use your breath to start to quiet the energy moving through you and moving around you, maybe put your hands on your physical body. Maybe put a hand on your heart, a hand on your belly, place your hands on your knees, whatever feels comfortable to you, and start to bring awareness to your physical body. This beautiful, beautiful container that has carried you through life. We often run up against so many things that disconnect us from this physical body. We have expectations and perceptions of what we should look like, what we should feel like, and what this physical body really is. And when we can drop into a deep connection to self, a connection to this energy that moves through us and this physical container that holds our soul, we can come from a place of gratitude, of love, and of respect. So as you start to notice what energy comes up around your body, any past experiences or perceptions that you may carry with you today, just notice and acknowledge them with love. Try to release any judgment, any fears, any worries, any expectations, and just come from a place of radical love and compassion for this beautiful body that is yours and yours alone. I want to work us through from the top, the crown of our body, all the way down to our toes and just start to look at your body from a different perception, a different lens and a different viewpoint. 
this is a powerful meditation that you can integrate in your own practice, your own self-love and body love practice. You can do this in front of a mirror. And for now, I just want you to visualize your physical body. As you're sitting here connecting with your physical body, you can even use your hands to touch these different places of your body. So let's start with the top of your head, your crown. This is your opening connection to source, to the divine, the top of your head. Your third eye is your vision and your purpose in life. But connect with the physical part, the crown of your head, maybe touching the top of your crown, focusing on your hair, and think about why you love this portion of your body. Maybe it's, I love the way the hair falls down my back, the way my hair feels on my shoulders, or my unique way of showing up in this life. As we move further down, think about your eyes, the color, the shape, and how it is a window into your soul. Think about your nose and what it does for you, being able to inhale deeply and smell the delicious scents of flowers and food and things that make you go, <sighs> your mouth as a way to speak your truth into existence, your throat as a way to vibrate with purpose and passion, your shoulders to roll those down and back with confidence and stand up tall. Your chest, your breasts, your heart space, the beautiful soft center that allows you to radiate love from within. Your belly, that soft space that is your gut, your intuition and gives so much love. Feel your hips, those beautiful curves that make you unique to who you are. Feel the curves of your ass, your butt cheeks, that beautiful bum of yours that gives you a solid place to sit and feel comfortable and grounded. Your sex center, your yoni, your pussy, your female powerhouse, your temple of all things pleasurable and your creative powerhouse to not only birth life, but to birth all of your creative passions into this world. Think about the, your legs, those beautiful long legs. Think about each line holding you tall so that you can walk through life with purpose and presence. Your knees to keep you springy and bouncy as you move and allows you to move with ease and grace, all the way down into your feet and your toes that keep you connected to Mother Earth. As we think about our other extremities, think about your arms, your fingertips that reach you out to be able to hold the hands of a friend, a lover, or a family member. As we honor the container of our physical body, just show up with so much gratitude. Think about what your body has carried you through in life, what you've experienced with this physical container and just love it. Love it unconditionally, radically, and with purpose. This is your physical body and only yours and it is exactly perfect as it is. We do this with so much love and so much gratitude. And so it is. And so it is. Mm. Thank you so much for walking us through that. 
That is like the perfect exercise to do as we're jumping into a conversation about body image, just really getting grounded and getting connected to every single part of our body and what it does for us and coming from a place of gratitude. So I feel like that's the perfect opener for this conversation on body image. Mm, I love this conversation of body image and that's a great, I mean, that was a really kind of high level meditation, but to really start to think about your physical body and why do you love each and every piece of it, whether it is the dimples in your chin or the curve of your hips or, you know, the shape of your fingernails, whatever that may be, you have such a unique body and to really think about why you love that and what it does for you and how it presents into the world as this unique human being. I think that's such a cool way to start. I love doing mirror work. I know we talk about this a lot, but to be able to do that in front of a mirror gives you a different way to look at your physical body. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, and I feel like I'm at this point in my life now where, you know, I have a healthy, I feel like I would say I have a healthy body image and I've done a lot of work around it. And of course we're always changing and growing and our body's always changing and growing, but that hasn't always been the case, right? Like I'm about to turn 30 and I'm finally at this place where I can learn to love and accept everything about my body, even things I didn't love before. But I love also, like you said, having this conversation about body image, because there's so much I wish I would have known when I was younger, or I wish that there were these conversations being had that I could have heard, overheard as I was younger and learning to love myself. What was your experience with body image growing up as a young girl? Because I feel like as women, we are so severely impacted with our body image from the time that we are young. Oof. Oof. I mean, do we have three hours, (laughs) seven days? I mean, months to talk about this. I think, wow. Growing up, I think body image was one of those things. It was really interesting. You know, I have a lot of gratitude for my mother because I grew up with a love of my body. I never heard my mom talk about, oh, I'm fat. I don't like the way my body looks. My mom was just really present. And so I think that that was really beautiful for me. My mom really embraced her natural beauty. I think my mother is absolutely stunning. If I look as half as beautiful as she does at, you know, a 50, whatever she is, I won't tell you exactly how old she is. I'm going to be doing really well, but my mom always had this really beautiful, um, comfortability in her own body and in her own skin. She has naturally small boobs and long legs, and she just never complained about what her body looked like. And so I really appreciate that. And I know that that wasn't the experience for a lot of women that I'm friends with today. I think where a lot of my influence on body image came from was hearing it outside of my home. So I heard it from TV. I heard it from my friends. It was one of those things where it was like, it was just the thing that your friends talked about of, oh, I don't like the way my body looks, or I don't like my nose. I don't like my lips. I don't like this. I don't like that. And that was just the common conversation. And as you're growing up and you're going through puberty, your body is changing and all these different things are happening. Well, for a lot of my friends, when I was in fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, they're stepping into puberty. They're all getting boobs. I never got boobs. I still don't have boobs. And I remember having so much body shame about that, where my friends 
who maybe weren't the best of friends at that time, but they would make fun of me. And they're like, oh, you have little mosquito bites for your boobs. And that hurt my feelings. That didn't feel good. And now I'm like, oh, look at you have huge boobs and your back hurts and you hate them. And <laughs> I still love my body. Like I'm so grateful. Matt likes to call my boobs sporty boobs because they make me more aerodynamic and efficient I in my that. movement practice. But there's pros to know, everything. <laughs> there's absolutely pros to everything. I never have to wear a bra. But looking at that, like that took a lot of work for me to get to this place of, I love my body the way that it is. I love my boobs. That's just one example. But I think we have so many things that we hear that you're always thinking, well, what about my body? What's wrong with my body? What do I need to change? What do I need to do differently? What makeup do I need to put on? What plastic surgery do I need? I think there's so many influences that young women are growing up with, young girls are growing up with, that it's shifting how they think about their bodies from such a young age. And it just hurts my heart that women can't embrace their bodies for their natural beauty, their natural perfect essence as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree so much. Okay. Wow. You said a lot there. (laughs) I, um, I want to share a little bit of my experience kind of going off of with what you shared, you know, for me, I kind of had First of all, I love that you grow up that you grew up with a with a mother who never complained about her body. I think that's so powerful and that's a choice that I've made for if I if and when I ever have children one day, that is going to be a choice I make 100% because I grew up with the adult women in my life making comments about a lot of things they didn't like about their body and I love them so much and my heart goes out to them because they they didn't know better and they weren't raised with a different example other than that. Right. So from a very young age, I kind of felt like, okay, these are things we're not supposed to like about our body. And then you mix that with what the media constantly was showing us, especially in the Mm nineties, early two thousands, when, when you and I were growing up of what a beautiful woman looked like. And at that time, Like there was no diversity whatsoever. It was basically like you had to be thin and white and tall and you were beautiful. Otherwise, like, and you had to have like just the right boob size. You had to have just the right butt size and that was going to be beautiful. So I feel like now it's gotten a lot better in a sense that there's a lot more representation and inclusivity of like different body types. I actually just saw before we started recording that, um, uh, oh my gosh, why is this magazine blanking me? Uh, oh, oh, uh, um, what's the swimsuit? The swimsuit. Sports uh, Illustrated. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Oh, one of us. What, I'll figure it out. Sports <laughs> Illustrated. They just had a runway show with women of all different shapes and sizes in swimwear walking down the runway. And I was like, Oh my God, it's 2021. We're finally getting there. (laughs) And I was thinking, you know what? That's so great for, for young women and little girls to see this because they will think, Oh my gosh, I could, I could do that. No matter, no matter what my body looks like, my body is celebrated no matter what it looks like. So that makes me really happy that we're starting to see that change. Um, because I feel like, I feel like that's something that totally impacted my body image growing up. And I had to slowly learn like, no, it doesn't, doesn't matter what the world thinks. I have to learn to love my body. 
And I almost had, I had a similar experience to you in school with friends as a kid, except for me, I developed earlier than anyone else, any other girl in my grade. I got boobs first. I started my period before anyone. I was, I was the tallest. I was the tallest. And I like to joke that I haven't grown since I was 12. Cause I haven't like <laughs> what I look like now is basically what I looked like when I was 12 years old. And at the time I felt very isolated because I was made fun of for having boobs and for being developed. And then I just didn't grow ever since then. And then everyone else, you know, started to develop and they hit puberty and it almost, it almost reversed like the effects almost reversed for me as I got older. I felt like I felt like I was struggling to feel like I was becoming a woman because I was still a really petite person. Mm. Like I'm very petite and small, you know? And so sometimes I felt like, Oh, um, should I be developing more to feel like a woman? And I feel like I dealt with a lot of that in my, in my early twenties. And it really just took, you know, a lot of mirror work and, and really getting to know myself on a deeper level and gratitude is the answer for everything. Just being so grateful for your body and everything it can do and really understanding that like, it's not a competition. There's no perfect body. Like every single woman I know, like they have the perfect body because it's their body. Right. And it does for them what they need it to do for them. Mm, Yeah. I love that. And I think, you know, as you said, it takes a lot of work to get to that place and a lot to really come into that perspective that every woman's body is perfect for them because it's their body. It's perfect for them. But when we think about this idea of body image, how do you see it still showing up with challenges for women today? Because there's so many women in our community that do have beautiful body images, but what are some of the big challenges that you think are still highly prevalent in our society today when it comes to body image? Yeah. You know, I feel like, like I had mentioned, I feel like in the media, there's a lot more body types being represented, um, which is great. I feel like we're, we're making strides in that area, but now, now with social media, I feel like that's where a big challenge sets in. And a lot of women I talk to and some clients, they have a really hard time not comparing themselves to other women on social media. And that can get really dangerous in and of itself because a lot of what we're seeing online isn't real to begin with, right? It's like, it's kind of a cycle. Like there's, women are posting photos that are being edited because they have negative body image So they're editing the photos because they want to appear to look a certain way. And then other women are seeing those photos and thinking, wow, that's what I wish I looked like. That's what I should look like. So then they're torturing themselves with diets or exercise they don't want to be doing or, or just being severely unhappy. And it's kind of this, this cycle, right? And it's no one's fault. I don't think it's anyone's fault. I think it's just this for some reason natural insecurity that a lot of women have with the way they look and their bodies so i think that's a huge challenge and i think the the answer not that there's just a magical simple answer but is really 
being aware, number one, if you find yourself comparing your anything about yourself, the way you look, your body to anyone on social media and understanding that you can unfollow them and choosing to follow accounts that maybe do represent body positivity and make you feel, feel proud of the way your body looks. Um, and maybe even just like limiting your time on, on how much time you spend on social media, because you can get sucked in. We all know that you can get sucked in. Um, for me, that's the biggest challenge I see with, with women I talk to, because it's not so much, uh, other women that they meet in real life, right? Because I feel like we're getting to this point where we are kind of coming together more as a community as women and are there to support one another and and kind of be each other's biggest cheerleaders and tell each other how amazing we look, right? Like we want to celebrate our friends and, and the women that we meet. It's more so like we're being negatively affected by, by people we don't even know mm-hmm. online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So what's your perspective on filters? This is, this is my thing. I, I think some filters are fun. I, I will use some filters on Instagram stories. I think it's great when it, I, this is, this is obviously I have a lot of thoughts going through my head. Like, where, do where do I go with this? I think what I do like about, and of course I'm thinking of Instagram and I guess you, you, I guess there's probably filters on TikTok too. I don't really use TikTok that often, but, um, the main platform I've, I've used them on is, is Instagram. I like that. It tells you that there's a filter being used. I think it's gets to a dangerous point when we're not being told that there's a filter. So Mm -hmm. I think if you're using fun filters on stories and it's obvious that there's a filter and you're not misleading anyone to thinking that this is real life, I feel like that's the responsible thing to do. Um, it, it's, it becomes a little bit more dangerous if you're using those filters to then post photos mm-hmm. because it, most people won't put like a disclaimer, you know, and it's, it's interesting that you asked this because uh, I think it's, Norway, some other country, (gasps) some European country just made it like a law that if any of your photos are edited at all, you have to like legally like state that. Put it as a disclaimer. Yeah, Yeah. as a disclaimer when it's being posted. (laughs) So people understand that it's an edited photo, which I thought was so interesting. But I'm glad you I'm glad you asked that question because I feel like it can be very dangerous. Yeah. I think it just becomes, I think it just becomes something that we become conditioned to of like, well, if I don't have a filter on, I can't post, I can't get Mm -hmm. on. Like if I just woke up or I just came from the gym and I'm not putting a filter on, people are going to like not watch my things or whatever the stories are that come up. Um, This is a conversation I had with my little sister. She's 20 something years old. She's kind of in that influencer space where she's really spends a lot of time in social media um, and what that image is. And I know that she has a pretty big movement with some of her friends and some of her other fellow influencers to not post with filters because we get so conditioned to, Oh, somebody's using, using this filter 
every single time they're on their stories, every single time they're on their Instagram. So that must be what they actually look like. And some of the filters, I mean, I love them. I use them sometimes. Absolutely. But I've really been trying to be conscious about not using filters so that I'm not portraying this false sense of reality because there's the filters out there that like shape your nose just a little bit and plump your lips just a little bit and, you know, heighten your cheekbones just a smidge and all those things are great, but why does that make you prettier than anything else? And so that that's my, my two cents is I'm a big fan of making sure that we honor our physical body for, being perfect exactly as it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with plastic surgery and Botox and fillers, but it's just not for me because I choose to be a natural representation of my own beauty. I want to, I don't color my hair. So my grades are coming through, you know, my wrinkles are coming in. I'm in my thirties and I'm like, Oh shit. Like, look at that's a wrinkle that wasn't there before. Okay. But that's part of my personal choice choice is to age gracefully and to age naturally but I also reserve the right to change my mind. Who knows? In so 20 years, I may want to change my mind and be like, where's that fucking Botox? I'm, but, <laughs> you know, I like you 100%. That's kind of how I've looked at aging thus far as well. Like I don't, I don't dye my hair. This is my natural hair color. I found my first gray hair last year and I was like, oh my God, this is terrifying. But I was like, you know what? This is life. Um, and yeah, like you said, like I, I, no judgment to anybody. I think everybody, I think that's what um, is beautiful is that women can feel empowered or anyone can feel empowered to do whatever the the hell they want with, with their body and how they choose to age. And, and I love that you said you also reserve the right to change your mind one day, because I, I agree 100%. It's like, yeah, I haven't done anything to myself. I haven't gotten Botox, no fillers at nothing yet, but maybe one day I will. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think we bring up, you and I've both kind of talked about our different perspectives growing up is like, Mm -hmm. what did, what were we raised with when it comes to body image of like, you know, that's something that I'm really thoughtful about is like, I don't really want to raise my children when they come to think that I have to have these other things to make myself feel pretty or to make myself feel worthy or valuable as I am. I think, you know, that's one of those things that is really important to me is what message am I sending? What changes am I making to my physical body that could then influence my children? Because again, I look at my mother and I'm like, man, my mom hasn't done shit and she looks great. I hope I look that good. But also it taught me from a very young age just to love my body as it is, despite what I hear in the media. It's perspective, right? It's how we choose to look at ourselves and view ourselves and you know, the language we choose to use to describe ourselves. It's all perspective. Yeah. What, um, what are some things that have helped you either grow like a positive body image or, or maintain like a positive body image? Cause obviously like, you know, we all have our days, you know, we're human. What are some things that help you? <sighs> um, I think that's a a complex question. I think on the daily, I think having a personal relationship with my body is really important. So, you know, I talk a lot about self-pleasure and honoring my body and having that different perspective than maybe just self-pleasuring to reach orgasm. But it's really like looking at my body and being like, man, I fucking look good. 
I'm so grateful for this physical body. And I think a lot of that has come obviously just from education and opening my perspective to different stories and different ideas. And it's, it's starting to shift from my physical body is just a physical body. And oh, I don't like the way this looks to really putting intention behind it. So I like, you know, I've talked about my breasts as an example already. I, I have my fun, small, little sporty boobs, but as women, our breasts are an extension of our heart space. So when I think about honoring my breasts and like really loving them and touching them with honor and respect, that's an extension of my heart. So I don't want to change that. I don't want to do anything different to that because that's my heart. So that's what I mean by like putting some intention behind it. That's when I, when we started this meditation, it's like, well, what's the thing that you love about your body and why? So for me, I have curly hair. I'm like, I love my curly hair because I don't look like everybody else. I don't have the extensions and the long, pretty waves and curls. Like my hair is curly and it's naturally curly. And that's what sets me apart. So putting that intention behind it can be a really powerful way for you to be like, this is why I love my physical body. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think you're a great example of like embracing what makes you, you. And so I think that that's, that's great for people to see. And, you know, we talked, we're talking all about body image and, and you kind of brought up obviously about, you know, your, your self-pleasure practice and, and I feel like we have to just mention, you know, I mean, obviously we're, we're soul saturations and find your sexy. Like we can't not just bring up the fact that your body image is going to 100% affect your relationship with your sexuality, whether it's, you know, your ability to, um, to explore your own body through self-pleasure or even just your, your sex life with a partner. Like if you, mm-hmm. if you aren't loving your body for any reason, for the way it looks, for the way it feels, then you're not going to be able to be fully present in those moments. Yeah. I have so many clients that are like, I'm not going to do that because then he might see this wrinkle or this curve or this line, or, you know, if I bend that way, then I'm going to have a role there. Guess what? He's not looking at the role, baby. Like that is the last thing he is paying attention to or she, whoever your partner is, but like, we get so caught up in what is my body supposed to look like? And, oh, I have to like stand in this position because it's going to make me look sexy. Guess what? Your partner isn't going to give a shit about that when they truly can honor you and feel your own honor for yourself. So I think that it is a really important thing. I mean, soul saturations wouldn't be what it is without that honor as a foundation for ourselves, for our partners and loving our body for exactly what it is. I think when we go back, I was it last month we talked about in June, I think we talked about um, oral sex being a way to honor the person and using that physical component of their body, whether it's their pussy or their cock as a vehicle to honor them as an entire person. And so when we can build that relationship with ourselves first, then we're able to receive it from a partner too. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. Like it has to start from us first. And I feel like I, I feel like I had to work really hard. Well, like anybody, not, not that I'm special. I had to work hard. So did everyone else (laughs) to um, create a healthy relationship with my body And for me, interestingly enough, I feel like it was related so much to, to exercise 
Mm. And finding a workout that I truly enjoyed where I could move my body and get my blood pumping. And I walked away feeling stronger. And it's funny because at the end of the day, I, I don't, I don't really know if, you know, the, the appearance, the physical outward appearance of my body probably didn't change that much, you know, to anyone else, but <clears throat> to me, just being able to move my body in a way that felt good for me and taking care of myself and doing something that allowed me to feel strong and empowered like that for me changed everything. Ooh, ooh, right. Okay. So you, I'm so glad you brought this up, right? There are so many things out there that are like, oh, we work out to look good naked. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think to feel good always to feel, to feel good. Yeah. And, and you bring up a really important piece about like being healthy means that you feel good. You're not doing these movements, these exercises, you're not doing this just because of the way it's going to make your body look, you should be choosing this because it makes you feel good. Most of you know who my partner is. Matt is rooted in movement and Instagram. He can go on tangent after tangent about how fucked up the fitness industry is. Yes. All of you people in the fitness industry, go check him out because there's definitely some perspectives to consider there, but there are so many things, so many workouts and exercises that exist that cause more harm to our body than good. And we do things because you know, oh, if I'm totally jacked or ripped or six packed or super thin, then that must be, must mean I'm healthy, but we don't actually consider the impact that it has on our health and our vitality and our energy. Because as you said, moving our body, getting our blood pumping, you know, people come to me a lot and they talk about like, how do I have increased vitality in my life? Well, vitality is that life force energy, but we have to consider the foundation of health to be fully healthy means that there's lots of things we have to consider. We have to consider our sleep cycles. We have to consider our hydration, our nutrition, our mindset, our breath work, and our movement. So to have increased vitality, we have to make sure that we're honoring our body from all of these different entry points so that we can have the highest level of vitality energy in our lives. But if we're burning ourselves out in these exercises to get fit and look good naked, you're, you're taking that vital energy away from other areas to make you feel fully healthy as a holistic individual. And so body image is one component of it, but it's also the mindset that goes along with it and how we're really nourishing our body from all different aspects. And it's something that's really important for us to like really feel good about our body and to feel good in our bodies. Yeah, that's such a good point. It's like, I was having this conversation with someone earlier today with a lot of things in our life, but especially I feel like when it comes to our physical appearance and our body and as it's related to fitness, we think once I blank, then I'll be happy. It's like a, it's always then like once I get a six pack, then I'll feel confident. You know, once I lose 10 pounds, then I'll feel sexy. And it's shifting the perspective in that, in that mindset from then to, and right. Mm. It's like, we need to get rid of using that phrase in our vocabulary because it never ends up being true. Like it, it, there's always, it's, it's not the 10 pounds that isn't making us feel happy. Right. There's way more layers to that, but that's what we Mm -hmm. think. That's what we tell ourselves. So we need to shift it from like, 
you know, yes, I'm working toward this goal of losing 10 pounds and I love and appreciate my body just as it is right now and shifting from that then mindset to an and mindset. Mm, I love that. Yeah. There's so much more. And as you said, there's always going to be something. So how do you just love yourself in this moment? And again, there's nothing wrong with having healthy goals and a certain way that you want your body to look and feel. It's also about, are you doing it from a place of nourishment or are you doing it from a place of obsession? And I think when people get really obsessive, body image is one of those things that people obsess over. And whether that's fitness, losing weight, whatever, you know, piece we're looking at here, it becomes this obsessive thing. And that's, that's going to cause dis-ease in your physical body. And then your health is going down, which is not a, not Not, something that anybody wants. So not at all. That's, that's the opposite of actually (laughs) what we're trying to achieve. Exactly. Oh, Oh my goodness. So much when it comes to this, to this topic of body image. Yeah, I I think we could talk about this forever and ever and ever. So if we think about one thing that we would want people to do an action step to really start to connect with their own body image, what would you like to start us off with today? I think, you know, just because this is what I had just mentioned and it's fresh on my mind, but I think is so important is, you know, honoring your feelings about your body right now, no matter what they may be positive, negative, if there's something that you're working toward, if there's something that you, that you want to change, allow yourself to feel that way, but use that and statement and choose to also just be grateful for your body in the moment. Now, maybe look yourself in the mirror. I know we talk about this, about mirror exercises and mirror work all the time, but whatever it is that you're, you're struggling with, with your body right now. Just also know that you also can choose to be grateful for your body and everything it's able to do for you right now in this moment, as you work toward any goal, I feel like just having that mindset helps keep your perspective a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the last perspective also to consider is you're not alone. No, we are a bunch of, we're a bunch of humans that are all fucked up in how we think about what our body looks like. And we're all just trying to get to a place to where we can love our bodies unconditionally. So whatever that is, you are not alone. And, um, you know, if you are feeling stuck, like, like this is taking your energy, find a coach like Kelsey, find a coach like me to really start to love your body unconditionally and know that you're not alone and know that there's so many ways that you can support your own journey of falling in love with your body and really respecting your own body image. I agree 100%. Yes, we're here to help. And, you know, something else that I feel like helps us as human beings is recognizing things that we admire in other people and vocalizing it as well. Mm. That comes back to us and helps us appreciate and love the things about ourselves as well. So if you are out there in the world and see a woman, whether you know her or not, and you just love something about her, whether it's her eyes, her hair, her, she has, you think she has amazing legs, tell her. Like walk up and tell her that you think that 
this thing that X is beautiful about her because vocalizing what you appreciate, what you appreciate about other people will help you appreciate the things that you love about yourself as well. Mm, I love that. What a perfect place to wrap this up and put a pretty little bow on it. So your action steps are love your body for where you are exactly right now, shifting into that and statement saying, this is a goal of mine and I can love my body exactly as I am coming from a place of pure fucking gratitude for where you are at. Know that you're not alone and make sure you tell, pass some love along. Like Kelsey, your hair looks beautiful today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and remember to say thank you. All right. Yeah, we yeah, so don't be embarrassed to say thank you. Let me just throw that out there. You you own it and you say thank you. Okay. Yes. Say thank you. Amen to that. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us. We can't wait to talk to you next month. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you loved this episode, I deeply appreciate you subscribing and leaving a five-star review. Come join me online at soulsaturations.com or follow me on Instagram at soulsaturations. Feel free to slide into my DMs anytime and let me know what you love, what resonates, or any questions that you might have. And remember, only you can activate the light within.